to Dr. Podcast with your host, Dr. Johnny Bergstrom. Welcome to the Gratitude Doctor Podcast. I'm the Gratitude Doctor, Johnny Bergstrom, joining you from Jupiter, Florida, where we record our lovely program. And I want to wish you a very, very happy day and hoping that you're listening to this with some joy in your heart. Today, we will be discussing the impact of time as it pertains to gratitude, your life, your excellence, your setbacks, your development, your successes your triumphs, and your overall growth and ascension to living at the ultimate level with gratitude. Before we get into today's discussion, though, I want you to grab a piece of paper and jot down a couple things. I want you to start by listing three ways you love to spend your time. Now list three ways, the first three ways that come to mind of how you waste your time. And if you ever want to email me your lists or your feedback, you can always send that to Dr. Johnny, dr.johnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y, at centerofgratitude.org. And we can always go back and forth. Sounds fun. All right, so we can share lists, compare notes, and all that stuff. So let's discuss. When you think on it, there really is time for just about everything. There is time to reflect, time to think, time to breathe, time to rejoice, time to sleep, time to yourself. Time to spend with family. Time to spend with your kids. Time to play with your kids. Time to make your bed. Time to keep your house in order. Time to cherish. Times of sadness. Times of grief. Times of joy. Times of happiness. Times of togetherness. Times of team spirit. Time to work out. Time to read. Time to get lost in your own thoughts. Time to not be interrupted. Time to take a nice long bath or shower. Time to get your nails done, your hair done, time for personal care, time to socialize, time to clean out a closet, time to volunteer, time to travel, time to take off from work, time to watch a movie, time to binge watch a series, time to be productive instead of in traffic, time to be productive instead of in meetings that could have been emails, time to organize and file emails, there's even time to listen to a podcast. And right out of the gate, listening to me in this moment, at this point in time, nod your head if you wish you had more time. (laughs) I'm willing to bet that nearly every one of you who consciously heard me say that nodded in confirmation. And why do we wish for more time? Because deep down, we all know that time is precious, and every single one of us, myself included, we are all guilty of wasting time constantly. We've learned the behaviors of overcommitment, overscheduling, and taking on more than we need to, just because we feel like we're supposed to do that. Where does that feeling of supposed to come from? It's not inherent. We do not enter each lifetime with the intention of overloading ourselves with tasks and obligations that stress us out, wear us thin, and wear us down to hollow shells of who we once were. When you get to the point that you wake up every day with a stomachache because you feel that impending doom of pressure that you believe has been placed on you by everyone else. Wait, let's stop right there. Pressure that you believe has been placed on you by everyone else. No. Pressure placed on you is pressure conjured up by you, for you, from you, and only you. No one can cause you to feel pressured unless you allow them to do so. 
Remember your early years when a group of kids tried to use peer pressure to get you to do something you weren't okay with? Or even more recently when your friends might have you know, egged you on to do something you didn't want to? Did you do it or did you say no? Was it easy or was it difficult to say no if you said no? Many of us have a hard time saying no because we fear disappointing others. Therefore, simply said, those of us who have a hard time saying no are leading lives based in fear. I want that to resonate with you, so I'll say it again. Those of you who have a hard time saying no, you are leading lives based in fear. And if you're leading a life based in fear, you aren't leading a life based in love or gratitude or positivity because none of those feelings align with fear as those are positive feelings and fear is a negative feeling. So let that feel how it feels. If you align with fear, you'll get more of that. And I've said it a thousand times throughout different episodes and every time we're together, it seems like I remind you that what you think about and what you feel about, you bring about, right? So if you're living in fear, you're attracting more to you to fear. If you're overscheduled, overcommitted existence is causing you to feel fearful of disappointing others, you're just going to load more and more into your schedule that will eventually lead to a breaking point. This is where we would find reason to say, well, if I just had more time, I could handle all of this without stress and I would be okay. I'm going to give you time, 10 seconds exactly, to think about where we might go with this conversation. Time. There it is. I believe that many of the events that we experience during the course of our lives, especially experiencing death, exist to remind us or entice us to reassess how we are living our lives, or better, how we are spending or wasting our time. I had a writing class in college, and I'll never forget it. One of the prompts was to write your own obituary. And while it sounds morbid, it's impactful. It makes you think, hence the prompt, about who you are, who you want to become by the time you die, and what kind of life you want to have led by the time this life is over. It really makes you stop and think. I recall starting to write mine at the time, and at that time in my life, I wasn't who I am today. I was just about 20. I was angry at everything and everyone and hated my existence. I started to write nice things about myself and experienced immediate writer's block. I knew, deep down, that these ideals about who I would be at the time of my death were nowhere near who I was in that moment, sitting in front of that computer, and I realized that I was way off course from a trajectory that would align me with who I truly wanted to be. And that exercise caused me to take a long, hard look at myself and the behaviors I was exhibiting, and I had to decide to change course if I was ever going to become the person I was writing about in that mock obituary. Time is precious. We all wish for more of it all the time, but we don't check in to see how we're spending it, how we're wasting it, and how much of what we're giving our time to is irrelevant or fleeting. We waste so much time worrying. We waste time caring about what other people think. 
We waste time gazing through the misleading windows of social media, wishing our lives could be like the countless people we blindly follow just because an algorithm suggested them to us. Put the social media accounts down for a while. Have a look around. Yeah, you might not be on a sailboat in the Mediterranean on the most gorgeous day in the most gorgeous weather, but who's to say you won't be or can't be? Can you look around you, wherever you are right now, and find the beauty in what surrounds you? Can you appreciate that the oak tree or cedar tree or pine tree in front of your house or palm tree or your apartment or your office or on your drives around town is potentially having been there longer than you? will be there after you, and might have withstood all tests of time, weather, and continues to endure just by being what it is, you are perfect, just as you are. You don't need to change. Our existence works because we have balance. As much as we wish most of the world could be positive and joyful, the negativity and the sorrow has its place. It just doesn't need to be the focus. It exists to remind us to check in to how grateful we are for where we are, what we have, who we have, and to make every second count. I wish I had more time with my own father, as well as my father-in-law and my mother-in-law, who all have passed away earlier than anticipated. I struggled with this wish for a long time, collectively among the three of them, and the silver lining I found, the hidden meaning or awareness, is to spend more time with my surviving relatives. Our lives are what we make them, and it's your choice, not your sentence, to spend your time how you want to spend it. If you're hearing to this today and you're on a commute to your job or your office or you're waiting in car line to pick up some kids from school, if you're unhappy or dissatisfied with how your time is spent, you are in charge, and you are the one tasked with figuring out how you can alter your existence to get what you want. If that commute is wasting your time and wasting money on both your end and your company's end, it's time to have the conversation about how to be more efficient so it benefits both parties involved. If you're an employer and you're refusing to bend for employees who want to work remotely, see the alarms going off and the flashing lights, and th this is now where we are. This is a literal sign of the times, and refusal to bend will likely result in more challenges for you, which causes more time wasted, which takes more from you, rather than allowing everyone to win. And after 10 more seconds, we're going to talk about making time to take time. So this segment is directed at those of you who have time earned to take vacation or sick time and you refuse to take it or worry or fear taking it because of what you'll return to when your time taken has concluded. This is a big problem. This ability, inability to turn off your work mind while you're away from it is crippling. It prevents you from being present when you're away or vacationing with your family or on your own because you're so worried about the rest of the team stepping up and handling things for you while you're out of the office. Listen, people are going to do what they're going to do. You have no control over them. And if they're going to make an error, they're going to make an error. Whether you're in town or away, errors happen and errors can be fixed. If you have a dynamic where you can't trust your team to perform while you're away, perhaps you need some changing. Check in. 
and make some changes so that you can happily check out from time to time. Now, what about taking time to grieve? Grief is not dealt with in three days, which is a common time frame for bereavement leave from work. You likely need more time and you should not be afraid to say so. The time that we waste is time that we can use to deal with and face the things we need to handle. We need to face the sometimes crippling emotions that appear in our lives. We need time to process things that happen and how we feel about them so we can move forward. When you experience heartbreak, you need time to heal. When you experience a huge financial gain, you need time to process how to claim it, where to put it, how to spend or save. When you move, you need time to pack, time to move, time to unpack, time to settle, and time to bond with your new environment. When you're in school, you need time to study. When you're learning a new vocation, you need time to master it. When you're cooking a new meal, you need time to cook the recipe thoroughly. When you're living the right way, the ultimate way, you have more than enough time for everything. How? Because you begin at your center of gratitude. You ask and answer the question, what do I want? You then busy your mind with things you want and desire, and the things that you don't want and don't desire never even enter your mind. When you master this practice, you literally forget that anything other than what you want or desire ever existed as an option. I know, it's wild, and I can tell you from firsthand experience, it's legit, it's real, and that is how I live my life. You have to navigate your life from desire, from joy, from gratitude. If you feel grateful for what you have, how you live, where you live, who you love, what you experience in and as your life, you will continue to attract more of all of those wonderful things to you to continue living as you wish. And if you wish for more time, you are the genie. So grant your wishes. And that's all the time we have for this episode of the Gratitude Doctor podcast. I am the Gratitude Dr. Johnny Bergstrom. To connect with me on social media, if you're not going to put it down for a while, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Handle is at Gratitude Doctor. You can always send me an email, drjohnny at centerofgratitude.org. That is Dr. D-R dot Johnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y, at centerofgratitude.org. And I'm about to launch a blog, so I hope you'll follow that as well. And remember that it's about time for gratitude. I will leave you with this reminder that gratitude changes everything. I'll see you next time.